Welcome to the Career Happiness Podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I am the founder of a business called the Career Happiness Mentor. And within this podcast, we explore themes around career happiness, confidence, well-being, and so much more. Not only do I do one-to-one personalized episodes to really, really support you as a listener, but you will have the chance to listen to really, really amazing guests from all corners of not just world, but different industries. It's really, really important that you are not only happy in your career, but you make time to progress in a way that feels right for you. So if you want to have more energy in your career, change your career, find out more about how to potentially start a business or even help your teenager with careers advice, this is the podcast for you. Thanks so much. Hello everyone and in today's episode I'm going to be talking about how the energy crisis is going to affect the future of work. Um, I'm going to be honest, full disclaimer here because you know I'm always honest on the podcast and you know I'm vulnerable. Um, When I was doing research for this I actually found it quite hard. I'm being (laughs) really frank with you guys because this is not an easy topic to talk about and so you may be asking me Soma why are you talking about it then two reasons number one this is going to affect pretty much all of us and I feel like I can't ignore it and I feel like this is going to come up with clients and it may affect businesses small large medium so it's important to um, talk about Number two, I did a poll on my Instagram and this was the most popular topic apart from what quiet quitting is. And I will do an episode about that as well at one point in a few weeks time Um, that came up. And I was like, obviously, there's something in this where people need help and people need advice. So I'm going to do my best today to make this episode as informative, but also in a way, a little bit light-hearted. Even though this topic is not light-hearted, I want to be able to make sure that I give you some tips, some advice, some background in a way that's positive because this is a heavy topic. And all of you will already know that who's listening. But I also don't want you to listen to this episode and come away feeling extremely anxious and in a crippling state because that is not my goal here. My goal is to at least give you a bit of comfort, a bit of ease and to help you feel supported. Um, I can't say that enough because, yeah, I I found it difficult when I was doing the research and it kind of reminds me of the feelings I had when I was recording a lot of the episodes during COVID. But this is a heavier feeling because I remember seeing a video and I'm going to be mentioning Martin Lewis a little bit more later on, where he he was worried. And so it's not that so much I'm worried, it's more so that I'm doing this because I'm just really hoping it will reach a couple of people in the UK and globally, because this podcast is listened to people around the world, who at least feel a bit better. And, and that's my aim with it. 
Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be talking about a few different things within this podcast today. So firstly, I will mention to you that I did um, two um, very brief videos on TikTok, which I'll put both of the links to um, about the energy crisis. One was um, my concern for young people and the energy crisis and how it's going to affect them. And the other video was specifically aimed at young professionals. So I know many of you are young professionals and professionals who listen to this podcast. Um, so basically the professional women that listen to this podcast. So please go and watch those when you have a chance. I talk a little bit about some of the brief tips if you don't have all the time to listen to today's podcast episode and you need to come back to it. The links for that are in the show notes um, and I'll be sharing them on my social media platforms again as well if you follow me on Twitter, Instagram or LinkedIn. So that's the first thing I wanted to mention very, very quickly. I also found a really, really brilliant talk um, explaining a little bit more about the energy crisis and how it impacts you from um, an organisation called um, SOS, uh, although it doesn't stand for SOS in that way, um, called Students Organising for Sustainability United Kingdom. Um, it is quite long, it's 56 um, minutes, but um, the most kind of useful um, areas within this webinar that I found really, really helpful is the reasons for the crisis, the impacts for the crisis, some of the things you can do for the future, and pointers for accessing well-being. Um, and there's a lot of really useful information in here, guys, that if you're worried about your bills, if you're worried about how it's going to impact on you, I would definitely go check it out because it gives a very kind of unbiased opinion towards what's going on. Occasionally, the lady who's presenting does give her opinion, but I think that's because she knows how serious this is. But mostly it's very, very unbiased and it's talking about how the government are helping people who are on lower incomes and it's just very succinct so if you want to listen to <clears throat> the webinar if you want to watch those little bits because you can skip forward to the bits that you want to listen to even if you've only got about 10-15 minutes then it could be super helpful to you and then you can go off and you can read some of the other things that I'm going to suggest to you but it's super helpful for those of you who just need a little bit of um, guidance, because the other thing that's challenging about the energy crisis and some of the conversations I've been having with clients and other people, they've been telling me that I don't even understand it, trauma. So like I'm going on, you know, Internet and I'm, go I'm reading all these articles, but I'm baffled. I don't actually understand how this has happened. So that's why I'm suggesting that you go and watch or listen to something like that. And there is also a really brilliant um, podcast episode from The Guardian um, News uh, Podcast. This podcast is actually called Guardian in Focus, and it's actually a very, very informative um, news podcast. Um, I actually listen to this occasionally for things that are going on because I don't watch the news. <laughs> There you go, I've said it. Um, but this is very informative because it kind of they kind of also talk to experts. And one of the episodes that I'll recommend is one that's about Liz Trust's energy plan, um, about how we're going to keep warm this winter. But there's also a lot of really useful episodes of what's going on regarded regard in regards to our financial budget and other things that, you know, are kind of linking in with this, guys. So I would recommend that you go and check this podcast out. It's very, very good. 
and it will give you an overview of what's happening and an understanding because that is also where a lot of people just feel like I don't know what's going on help so I would definitely go and recommend that you check that out um, there is also and I'm giving you these information pieces first before I kind of get into the tips because I want to set up a scene for you guys to really really think about the fact that you know if you're not a client of mine or if you are struggling with this this is a information um, episode for you but this also is an episode for you where you can get some some tips and some practical advice um, but one of the other things I wanted to recommend is for you to watch um, the BBC um, Panorama documentary about who the winners are with the energy crisis because it's very enlightening there are a lot of things in there <laughs> that um, frankly go through a lot of what why this has happened um, for those of you who are not aware, much of it is obviously linked to what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, which I'm not going to get into. Um, I'm not going to share my opinion on that. All I will say is that there are links to that. <clears throat> there is also links to things like Brexit, etc. For further kind of information around that, please make sure that you read and that you listen to podcasts as much as possible. Do not be swayed by what's going on in the internet. Um, just make sure that you're reading and that you're taking time to fully understand what's going on here because if you're a parent listening to this I really really want you to be able to have some pieces in place so you can explain it to your children basically because um, a lot of the young people I've been speaking to some of them have an understanding around this the kids who are studying economics and business but a lot of them are confused and overwhelmed and are worried about their parents and that's actually one of the things I mentioned in my um, TikTok video where I was worried about young um, young people um, and this is my concern as well so do, do go and watch that panorama documentary which I'm going to put all the information to in the show notes because it will give you some further insight and you don't have to watch every single thing I'm suggesting pick out the things that you feel are going to um, feel right for you and you're going to be able to take away from but I really really feel as though if you really want to know how the energy crisis is going to affect the future of work you need to inform yourself and be a little bit knowledgeable about what's going on first now <laughs> I'm going to talk about the tips to help you so firstly I want to ask you um, if you're listening to this as a professional I want you to think about your future and your career where are you at right now and if you have a pen and paper to hand I want to do some um, podcast careers advice with you you're not imagine that you are sitting opposite me and we're having a conversation and I ask you okay so where are you at in your career right now what do you want your future to look like write down a couple of lines about what is important for you in the next two or three years forget about five years I don't want to do the whole usual where do you see yourself in five years time just let's mark it down to three years just so that we can be pragmatic but we can also really really think about your focus for the next three years and I know that's probably going to feel scary for you but I really want you to think about this because this energy crisis is going to affect all of us as I said but it's also going to affect the future of your life and your career and if you're raising a family it partly may affect the choices you need to make. So if your future is at the moment that you are working in a job right now and you are on the cusp of being promoted 
and you're thinking to yourself, I'm really not enjoying working in this company, but I've seen a really, really good job opportunity somewhere. Don't hesitate in applying for another job is what I'm going to say. But do make sure that you negotiate your salary and make sure that you're very, very pragmatic about it. You're very, very smart about it and that you have your ducks lined up in a row. But when I've asked you that question, and remember, I'm still talking to you directly now as a professional here, really, really think about your career. If you're unhappy in your career, and I mentioned this in my TikTok video very briefly, you may have to bide your time a bit if you've got a mortgage, if you've got bills, if you've got rent to pay. There are going to be a lot of catalysts to what happens with this crisis. And so negotiating your salary, salary, thinking about your future, being strategic, being smart, making smart decisions are all going to come into play here. The next tip that I want to say to you here is making sure, and this is going to be logical, this is probably something that we've all been doing, is saving where you can. I've mentioned this before when COVID happened, but I want you to even be even more stricter with your overall budgets and costs. Do a review. And all of us should be doing a financial review every quarter anyway and seeing where we're spending money and seeing where our money is going and seeing how we can be more cost effective. So save where you can as much as possible. A lot of people are worried And I do also say to you, for those of you who are going to have to make repayments because of the energy crisis, because maybe you live on your own or one of you is the main breadwinner and the other one um, is on a lower income, I really want you to think about how you're going to be able to make those repayments through time and have a good plan in place with your energy provider. But do be as economical as possible. If that means maybe you might have to sacrifice a holiday for the next two years, unfortunately, you're going to have to do that. If that means that there was a course that you wanted to do, ask your company if they can pay for that, if possible. Also, remember that companies are going to be restrained as well. So where possible, where you have costs in place um, for travel and for certain things, please don't take the mic because all of us, including companies, are going to have to um, cut things and I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, some of the things where you can get support now so where can you get support from so I've known so I've already mentioned um, Martin Lewis and I'm going to talk about him in a minute but before I talk about him in a minute I'm going to mention the Citizens Advice Bureau so some of the really great information that I found about the Citizens Advice Bureau online already is You know, they've got a lot of sufficient energy to really, really help you get advice if you're having problems with your gas electricity supply. But on top of that, um, how can you get free energy support and advice? So this could be for people who maybe are on sickness benefit or maybe something has happened to you where you can't physically work. How are you going to be able to pay your energy bills? And I know not a lot of people who listen to my podcast are in that situation, but you could have a family member in that situation. So I'll put those links in the show notes for you to read. I also want you to really make sure that any support that you know is available to you in your local area, whether it be a church, even if you're not a Christian, please, please, you know, make sure you go into a church where they're providing support and ask questions. Any community centre. There are a lot of community centres around the country that are providing um, electricity and heat um, so you can go and sit there for the day 
um, especially if maybe you're not working for a while. And yes, it's not ideal, but if you can't heat your home for whatever reason, you can do that. And this is something that I saw on the news, and I know that a lot of people are trying to do this as much as possible. So look into that, see where you can get support on that as well. Um, but I've mentioned the Citizens Advice Bureau, and I'm now going to talk a little bit about Martin Lewis. So Martin Lewis has spoken a great deal about this on um, Good Morning Britain this morning, like everywhere. <laughs> and if you really, really want to know what he's saying about all of this, firstly, go to his website, www.moneysavingexpert.com and go to the section where he's talking about, you know, the energy bills. And I'll put the link in the show notes for you to go and have a look as well and there's a specific link that i found really useful to be honest um on the fixed energy deal what is that going to mean how can you pay less until the new um first of october price guarantee what do you need to know this is all very very practical advice and this is all stuff that's going to help you but also go on his youtube channel see what he has to say because what i really like about martin lewis is not only is he helping us save money in general he understands fully as a financial expert, what is going on. And he explains it in such a, um, I wouldn't say not just normative way, but in such a logical but easy to understand way that most of us will get what he's talking about. Most of us. If I can understand, and I'm not at all into economics or finance, then you're going to understand it too if you're like me. I'm more of an arts languages person, so you will know that if you listen to this podcast anyway. But he explains it in very, very um, easy and not over the not over the top and methodical ways to make sure that you're saving on your money. And, you know, he's explaining it. So please make sure that you go and check out all those links. I'll put a couple of different links to really, really help you with that. I want to give him a shout out because he's doing so much to help people in this situation right now and um as i said at the beginning i still remember his face when he was he was worried because there are going to be some knock-on effects to this guys which which you already know and i don't want to get into that because when i was reading about some of the knock-on effects and hearing in that talk that i listened to which i put in the show notes it was very overwhelming um so how does this all fit into the future of work? I know I've spoken a lot about the energy crisis and I've spoken a lot about what is involved in giving tips. Um, what I will say as well is I also would advise one more tip to help you in your career right now before I go into the next part of the episode, which is about the future and the world of work, is make sure that if you're really concerned about your current job and the future of your job, you talk to your manager, you talk to your company. And I'll be talking a little bit more about redundancy in a minute, but I really want to make sure that you are taking action right now if you're really worried to talk to someone, whether that's a counsellor, whether that's your um, manager at work, to really find out how, you know, you're going to be impacted. And there's a lot of articles as well. The other thing that I wanted to quickly mention here that I mentioned in my video is there's lots and lots of articles that actually (laughs) go into detail around is actually, um, you know, going going back into the office helping reduce what's going on and I don't know I've got mixed thoughts and feelings around this guys I'm going to be totally honest with you there's a brilliant article um, also from Reuters talking about how you can you know really really kind of not not just understand the energy crisis but also 
um, some of the things you can do to um, fully understand what, what you can do to not just know what's going on with the energy crisis, but to know how um, certain countries are trying to do better so that our energy supplies aren't running out. But I'm not going to go into that. But the articles that I were finding that were very interesting, they're encouraging more people to go into work. And could it actually be that we will need to go back into work or people will need to go back into work, into the office um, because of this, because, you know, they're not going to be able to pay uh, their energy bills from home. And so I will put some of those articles in the show notes. But what I do want to forewarn is there's lots of information out there. And also don't be swayed by too much. The information that I'm trying to give is very practical without you feeling overwhelmed because it's already an overwhelming situation as it is, isn't it? All right. So let's now take the time moving on to talk about the future and the world of work. So firstly, it are like jobs are going to change overall. And when I'm talking about the future, I'm talking about here maybe like another five years from now and the effects of what's going to happen. And I want you to absorb that and take that into account firstly. So when I'm asking this question, you know, initially, could it change? Could could jobs change? What might change is, yes, you might need to go into the office more. What might change is that maybe some of the things that you do within your work structures day to day could change. But that is obviously up to your management and your company and their budget. So I'm not I'm not going to go into detail around what I think is going to happen overall. But there could be some overall after effects that I was talking about. So for example, um, there might be some people who um, may struggle um, with debt. You could even see that some of your colleagues um, are going into debt. And that might be an overall effect of what's going on with the energy crisis. And I'm not saying that to um, concern you or worry you. I'm just trying to be really practical here. And there are lots of solutions in place to try and help with that before you panic. <laughs> but what I would also say is in terms of it changing jobs, it could mean that maybe you may have to undertake other people's work a little bit. There could be some structural changes. And this is where the redundancy part may come in. Um, so it could be a case where there could be redundancies, or there could be a reshuffle, or there could be the fact that um, resources are cut. And maybe you have to work in different ways and you're going to have to be adaptable. So the future and the world of work could change in that way. And remember, there is a lot of unknowns here, just like when COVID happened. So I want you to bear that in mind. Um, already we are going through energy supplies running out a little bit. So that could happen too. And I'm just being realistic here. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to keep it real on the podcast as I always do. And that's something to be aware of, because if you're doing something that's very much around processes and working with computers and you're in an IT field, there could be a surge of you having to make sure that you're having to do a certain amount of work on screen and then off screen, etc. So think about that. Some of the other things that could be impacted by the future of work here, and this is a tough one, guys, and full disclaimer here, if you're already feeling this, and step away if you're finding it a little bit too much to listen to this episode for a minute. Because I already am seeing a shift in people's anxiety and stress and depression levels going up. 
And there is a lot of support and resources to help you with mental health. But there could be a lot of people feeling the strain of mental health challenges. Because already we're seeing this after effect of, for example, with the NHS after COVID. And with this, with the worry of money and concerns around debt and concerns around how things are going to be paid for if you've got mortgages, etc. Mental health challenges could come up more. You could see a lot of a lot more people within your organisation, you know, feeling stressed, feeling anxious, etc. So that could be an after effect. And that's something where you need to make sure that if your company provides some kind of um, health insurance or they have counsellors or they have something where they're going to be able to help you with that, that you ask for that help as much as possible. Please make sure that you do that. But I see that being something that's going to increase um, just because of the way that things are going to shift a little bit. And that's not me being negative. It's just me when I'm working with people overall, holistically, I found that when there are challenges that we have to face, our mental health goes on the back burner. So what could happen as a result of this is that you may be required to work um, at certain times and your stress levels need to stay in check. So just make sure that you're always checking in with yourself as well. And that's what I mean. I'm not just talking necessarily about you having depression. You could just have a little bit of stress or you could just feel as though you're doing a little bit too much. And that's where I'm saying that it's very important to look after yourself. Okay. The other thing that I think possibly is going to happen with the future of work is that, yeah, probably as we go into winter, we're in, I'm recording this in the autumn now, we're going to see maybe an increase in um, care home deaths and a death increase in general because people are not going to be able to pay for their bills, right? I'm really hoping it's, it's not a lot, but it's probably going to happen. And... I'm not sure how that's going to tie into professionals, but what I will say is the professional who have very elderly parents or grandparents, this may affect you. You may be going through periods of loss, and that's probably the main way that it could affect you. So make sure that if you are worried about a relative or you're worried about an, an elderly person that you know, that you're able to get them the support they need as well. But the reason why this is going to affect the future of and the world of work is that actually what may happen is that we may have less old people now and we may have people who um, are not younger necessarily but the age ratio of people may even out but maybe not because it didn't happen during COVID so we don't know, right? Because the NHS is under a lot of pressure already. And the other thing that's going to happen is poverty. So I haven't mentioned young people so much on here. Um, I only mentioned them very briefly but what I think is going to happen as well is that for those young people that I've worked in who are from poorer backgrounds, they're going to need a lot more support. And in general, the, the, you know, there's going to be an increase in poverty um, overall. And so what that means for the future and the world of work is that although there may be jobs available for people, there is going to be a surplus of inflation, as I've mentioned before. And people are going to really, really need to have to address that. And so there probably will be a lot more people who um, need financial support. And what I would suggest around this as well, and it's one of the things that I'm looking into, is to try and see where you can give back as much as possible, obviously within reason. But the reason why I'm suggesting this is that if you know that overall you're going to be okay through this crisis, 
then please try to see where you can give back. And if you're working in a job where suppose you're a psychologist or you do something similar to me, if you know that people are going through, you know, poverty, like literally poverty, is there safeguarding in place? Is there things in place to protect them? Um, And for a young person, obviously safeguarding is very important. But for a professional listening to this, if you're worried about you having to go to a food bank or um, being in a position where you might become homeless because you can't pay your rent, what are the things that you can do around that? Okay. And lastly, what I want to say in terms of the future and the world of work, things are probably going to change. I mean, they're most likely to change. And you're going to have to start making some choices about where you want your career to go. And as I said, I know this has been a heavy episode, but I also want you to bear in mind that support is out there. And I've given a lot of information around this, but I also help, I also hope, sorry, that this episode has given you some supportive nudges to go into a direction where you feel a little bit less anxious and a little bit more hopeful because yes this is coming yes this is going to happen and it is happening right now but all the suggestions and all the things that I've said in terms of the future and the world of work in terms of business I really do feel that although some business may deplete you could also see a need for people um, to create more online content to help those people who are in crisis or need support as well. So there's going to be pluses and there's going to be minuses on this one. But overall, I would say, depending on your industry, make sure that you are developing your professional development, you are talking to your colleagues, and that if you really do want to change your job or change your career, that you have a plan in place where you are getting support from a career advisor or career coach like myself and you're doing it bit by bit by bit so you're not putting it off because don't let the crisis put you off and the reason I say that is because it's very very easy to be bogged down by negativity I saw during Covid when you know the great resignation was happening and if you haven't listened to the episode I did with Sarah McIlroy please go back and listen to it because it gives you hope it gives you positivity In the same way with quiet quitting, there could be an increase of quiet quitting going on as well because of this, right? And people just kind of biding their time until they go off and they leave, right? But there are going to be lots of jobs available still. And it's about you being strategic, being smart, and really, really going after what you want in a way that is not just catered to you as an individual, but your surroundings, your family, your circumstances, So thank you so much for listening to this episode today. If you've got any questions around this, because I know this is a big topic and I've tried to cover as much as possible, and I don't claim to be an expert on this, this episode is more to kind of just help those stress levels go down. And that's why I wanted to do it. But it is about making sure that you're reading as much as possible, because I'm learning with you guys. And I did this episode to boost you a bit, rather than to get into the vortex of what's going on on the news or what's going on on social media with Liz Trust, etc. Try not to get into that vortex. Try to think about your family, your future, your career and where you're going to go next. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Career Happiness Podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media or with somebody you know it will make a significant difference to. And remember, if you haven't already, please take some time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much.